0: Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes.
1: Hello, how are you doing today? Welcome to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I hope you have been enjoying the podcast for the past few weeks. My mission is to inform and inspire you to find and fulfill God's purpose in every aspect of your life. My name is OJ Tox, and I just want to welcome you again to the While You Are Single podcast. Last time I talked about how God wants to be involved in your relationship decisions. God wants to help you find the right person for your life if you so desire a mate. God wants to guide you, he wants to lead you, he wants to reveal to you who he thinks is best for you. If you let him, God can, yes, he can guide you. He can lead you. He can tell you who to marry. Your job is to just ask him, allow him, trust in him to lead you to the right person. Do not be deceived by the voices that say God is not involved. God doesn't care. God just gives guidelines and you can do whatever you want to do. No, that's not the case. God wants to actively help you in your search. So allow him and he will bless you along those lines. Having said that, I'm led to talk about something else in this podcast for this week. A question probably arose from my discussion last week. Um, Even without it coming up, um, I believe it's the top question that a lot of singles who desire to get married, have in their mind. If this is not the top question that singles who desire marriage are asking themselves, then I uh, suppose this is one of the top questions that a lot of singles are asking. And the question is, who or how do you know that's the person you're supposed to marry? How do you know that you have found the right person when you see them? How do you know that that's the person that you're supposed to marry? That's a question that a lot of single people are asking. And I think that question is also fueled by Hollywood. You watch a chick flick or you watch a romantic movie and there's a guy hanging out, minding his own business, maybe drinking coffee or doing something. He looks up and she walks through the door and there's a pause. Their eyes meet for a few seconds. She looks at him. He looks at her. There's a violin playing in the background. The mood changes as the director of the screenplay sets it up. And that scene suggests they know they're for each other. In addition, I'm sure perhaps you've heard or you know somebody that said, or somebody who's married now that said, when I saw him, I knew he was the one. Or you may have heard a lady say something like when I, or a guy say something like when I saw her, I knew she was the one. So you hear things like this. You see things like this. And subliminally, you are told that when you see them or when you see somebody that you're supposed to marry, you'll just know. Perhaps you've asked people and people have told you that cliche is your response. You just know. You just know. And here you are. You're still single. Perhaps you've had opportunities and they haven't worked out and you're still grappling with that question. How do I know? I want to say this, though. A lot of people that claim that they knew when they saw the person, they're probably not telling you something that you need to know. Now, again, I'm not disputing the fact that every once in a while there are a few individuals, exceptions, not the norm, that were right on their assessment. They saw somebody for the first time, that was their first relationship, and they were on the right track. But that's not the case for a lot of people. A lot of people that tell you that when I saw him or when I saw her and I knew she was the one or I knew he was the one, there's something they're not telling you. They're probably not telling you about the 27 other people that they thought was the one but turned out they weren't the one. They told you about the 28th person, which to you is the first person because they never mentioned the other times they thought they met the right person and it turned out not to be. So you're not giving that picture. You don't know that story. All you know is the person they told you that they met and was the one, the 28th person. But you don't know there were other people that they thought was the one. So here you are, confused, wondering what's wrong with you. How come you can't find the right person? You know your friend or you heard of your friend's friend or you heard of your friend's friend's friend or you heard of something somebody said that they saw the person for the first time, but you're not aware that there were other opportunities that they missed it. And here you are wondering what's wrong with you. You're seeking God with your heart. You're praying. You're believing. And yet you find it difficult so you ask yourself the question how do i know that's the person how do i know i've found the right person because every time i tried i fall on my face but all the people seem to find it easy a few months back a friend of mine called me and he asked me that same that very same question he said Tokes, how do you know and i gave him two responses and my first response was this i said I acknowledge that seemingly there are some people that know that they know that they know God has told them that they're supposed to marry somebody. And by the way, these individuals are not people that just hear from God only when they want to get married. They hear from God regarding other things as well, okay? um, The same way they receive information from God is applicable to every area of their lives, including marriage, And that could be the case, I acknowledge that, that there are people like that. There are people seemingly that God speaks to them in a way that God doesn't speak to everybody. Um, They have what I like to call an advanced level of hearing from God. Um, I'm not telling you anything strange, it's scriptural. As a matter of fact, in Numbers chapter 12, we hear an example of a situation like that. In Numbers 12, we hear of the story of Moses, his brother, Aaron, and his sister, Miriam, Moses the prophet. His sister, Miriam, was a prophet as well as Aaron, who was a priest. In this story, we hear uh, about how Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses about the Ethiopian woman he married. Some translation use the word Kushite, referring to Ethiopian or Ethiopia, Cush. Depending on the translation of the Bible you have, you might hear Miriam and Aaron criticizing him about the Cushite woman he married or the Ethiopian woman he married. If you're not aware of this, I know this might be strange. This might be news to you. Like what? Moses married an Ethiopian? Yes, it did. It's in the scripture. That's why I encourage you to read another word for yourself. Nevertheless, that's a that's a, that might be a topic for our podcast for another time. No, nonetheless, my emphasis is not so much who Moses married, but the fact that. Um, God had something to say about that situation more so how God what God said regarding that situation God was not happy about Miriam and Aaron criticizing Moses about it so he called them to a tabernacle to have a conversation with them all and in Numbers chapter 12 verses 6 to 8 God says some interesting things he said to Aaron and Miriam he said listen when I speak to a prophet, I speak to them in dreams and visions. But to Moses, I speak to him face to face. I do not speak to him in riddles. I speak to him clearly. That is my emphasis for references to that story. Apparently, there are some people that God speaks to in a particular way different from other people. God spoke to Moses clearly. God spoke to him face to face, but his sister Miriam and other prophets and other people as well. God speaks in dreams and visions, not just in dreams and visions. I'm not saying God speaks to you in dreams and visions. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. My point is there are some people like Moses that God speaks to in a way that a lot of us, i not spoken to. So in this story, we know that there are some people that God speaks to in a way different from others. So yes, there are people that hear from God in a way that every one of us doesn't hear from God. So I told my friend, I said, hey, yeah, there might be people. I think they're an exception. I don't think that's the norm. I think that's the exception. A few people that God speaks to in a way that they know that they know that they know God spoke to them. They might hear God audibly. They might hear, get an impression in their heart. They just know that God is saying something. But for most of us, regular folks, God doesn't speak to us that way. God speaks to everyone in different ways. He speaks to you in the way that you know that God speaks to you, or in the way that you feel like God speaks to you. And I can speak for myself, I can speak for you but when God speaks to me, the way he speaks to me is the way he speaks to everybody. I can, I can at least agree on that. In addition to those that he speaks to in a peculiar way, there is a fundamental way that God speaks to everybody. So I do not want you to feel like, oh, well, I'm not Moses, or I'm not um, one of those special people per se. That God speaks to in a specific way. Everybody is special to God. That's not, I'm not saying you're not special. Everybody has a different calling. Everybody has a different assignment. Everybody has different things that God has called them to. And sometimes what you are supposed to be doing with your life sometimes um, determines how God speaks to you. But nevertheless, my point is this God does speak to everybody, but God doesn't speak to Everybody in the same way, except in one particular way. Okay, let me say that again. (laughs) There is a fundamental way that God speaks to everybody. A basic way that God speaks to everybody. Therefore, everybody has access to what God is saying, including you and me. Beyond that fundamental way, there are other ways that God speaks dreams Visions, circumstances, through situations, through people, even people that don't share your faith. Let me say that again. Even people that don't share your faith, people you don't care for, people you don't like, that doesn't change God or stop Him from using them to speak to you. God is God. He can do anything He wants, He can do whatever He wants, whenever He wants however he wants, with whomever he wants. God can do that. But my point is that God can say and speak to you in any way he wants. God speaks to everybody. The fundamental way, however, he speaks to everybody is through the scriptures, It's through the Bible. Scripture is designed to script your life. Scripture is designed to script your life. The Word is the fundamental way God speaks to everybody. In addition to that, God speaks in different ways to different people. I want to encourage you not to get caught up in trying to hear God the way other people hear Him. Focus on what is available to you, which is the word, which is a lot of my emphasis. And I, that's one of the reasons why I always give scripture references. I'm not giving those references to let you know that I know the word. I'm giving it to you so that you know it for yourself. Know it for yourself because the truth that you know will set you free. John chapter 8, 31 and 32 simply says, That if you remain in God's word or if you abide in God or Jesus Christ, you will know the truth. Going back to being soft and pliable in his hands, delight in the Lord, delight in the word. When you know the Lord, if you remain in him, you dwell in him. If you abide in me, you are my disciples indeed. And in conjunction, in addition to your being soft and pliable in his hands, you will know his word. You will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. The truth you know shall set you free. The word you know for yourself will set you free to be able to find out whom you're supposed to marry. The word you know for yourself will set you free, release you to be able to ascertain whom you're supposed to marry. Amongst other things, the Holy Spirit guides us into all the truth. John 16, 13. He guides us into all the truth. Not some of it, not a little of it. All the truth, including the truth of whom you're supposed to marry. So my friend asked me, how do you know? And the first thing I told him was, Yes, there are some people who hear God in a way that a lot of us don't. And the second thing I said to him was, You don't. How do you know who you're supposed to marry? My second response was, You don't. What do you mean, toques? Find out in the next While You're Single podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Hope this has informed and inspired you and impacted you. Talk to you again next week.
0: Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is Ministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes Christian Inspirational Hip-Hop Album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to Ministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.